Wait for me. Kara jogged along St. Paul Street. She pressed her cell phone against her ear with a sweaty hand. I'll be there in two minutes. With her heart thumping against her chest, her black ballet flats tapped the cobblestones as she avoided oncoming traffic. Her portfolio swung at her side. She jumped onto the sidewalk and ran through the crowd. I can't believe you're not here yet, said the voice on the line. You had to pick today of all days to be late. Okay, okay. I'm already freaking out about the presentation. You're not exactly helping, Matt. I'm just saying, this is supposed to be the most important day of your life. And you, Mademoiselle Nightingale, are late. Yeah, I heard you the first time, mother. It's not my fault. My stupid alarm didn't go off. Kara dashed along the busy street, her long brown hair bouncing against her back. The smell of grease and beer from the pubs reached her nose, and her heart hammered in her chest like a jackhammer. She knew if she missed the presentation, her hopes of landing a scholarship were over. She didn't have any money for college, so this was her only shot. You know, the presentation won't wait for you. Yes, yes, I know. It's not like I planned this. Now I'm going to do my presentation out of breath and disgustingly sweaty. Not exactly the kind of first impression I wanted to make, Kara growled into the phone, trying to catch her breath. She looked back to see how bad the traffic was. Then her heart skipped a beat. Less than half a block behind, a man stood motionless and indifferent to the wave of humanity that flowed around him. He was staring at her. His white hair stood out against his dark gray tailored suit. Kara frowned. His eyes are black, she realized. A chill rolled up her spine. The man melted into the crowd and vanished. The hair on the back of Kara's neck prickled as a sense of foreboding and the urge to scream filled her. Who was this man? And why was he looking at her? I think I'm being followed. Kara spoke into her cell phone after a few seconds. You always think you're being followed. No, I'm serious. I swear, this guy is following me. Some psycho with white hair. I, I think I've seen him before. Or at least my mother has. We all know your mother is a little nutty sometimes. No offense, I love your mom. But she's been seeing and talking to invisible people since we were five. Listen, I was with my mom yesterday on St. Catherine Street. And she said we were being followed by someone. What if this is the same guy? Maybe she's not as crazy as everyone thinks. Matt laughed. Are you serious? It's bad enough that your mom sees spirits and demons. If you start believing in all that, they'll lock you up. Kara decided to drop the subject. Okay, I can see you now. Matt was leaning against the gallery's brick exterior. I think it's starting. Hurry up. Kara felt her cheeks burn. Her heart pounded in her ears and muffled the sounds around her. She took a deep breath hoping it would calm the fluttering in her stomach.
and she sprinted onto St. Lawrence Boulevard. Her cell phone slipped out of her hand and hit the pavement. Crap. Kara crouched down to grab her phone. Stupid phone. A flicker of movement appeared in the corner of her eye. Watch out, someone shouted. She stood up and turned around. A city bus hurtled towards her. She stared, transfixed. The bus kept coming. An arm reached out to her. She saw a split second image of two monstrous headlights. And then it hit. Thirteen tons of cold metal crushed her body. She didn't feel any pain. She didn't feel anything at all. Everything around her went black. <laughs>